When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're tuned into an all-new edition of LB's Fresh Cuts on the Ole Miss Spirit. I'm Brian Scott Rippey. We're going to get going here in a minute, but first, let's hear from LB's Meat Market. LB's Fresh Cuts with Brian Scott Rippey is brought to you by who else? LB's Meat Market, the preeminent butcher shop in Oxford, Mississippi, the place to go for any and all of your meat needs. Just right now, they've got the Lane Train Special, a six-ounce bacon-wrapped filet for $10. they got fresh seafood, grill packs, and a lot of different types of sausages. Put simply, if your grill is in need of meat, the only place to go in Oxford, Mississippi, is LB's Meat Market. Give them a call today at 662-259-2999. That's 662-259-2999. Stop by and see them at 2008 University Avenue. That's just across the street from Kroger. It's LB's Meat Market, your butcher shop in Oxford, Mississippi. Welcome to the return of Greg the Meat Shark. Uh, it's been a it's been a minute since we've done one of these. Uh, we're now on a uh, new turf in terms of podcast territory, but uh, same old habits. What's up, man? Oh man, just you know, been busy up here at LBs. You know, students are coming back into town, so yeah, we've uh, we've been rolling up here. I know that's got to be a welcome sight for you guys. It sounds like you you'll, you'll kind of stayed the path about as well as you could through all of this. Uh, through all of this craziness how is uh how is the summer how's everything been man it's uh it's actually been really good uh we've uh we've been more busier than ever um we had a um the uh daily journal come out with something did a little article on us so that was uh kind of cool um i I didn't think i was going to get my uh, picture in the paper ever but uh i did get my picture in the paper so um uh, that was pretty cool. That's helped us out a lot. You know, I didn't realize there was been so many people that still read the paper. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you hang it on your fridge, like elementary school style. Like, look, yeah. Mom. so, but yeah, uh, we've been doing good and it's just, uh, uh, just, you know, trying to keep it, keep it stocked up for LBs and just, uh, keeping it uh, going up here. The uh, filet burgers a while back were phenomenal. I was, uh, the man of the hour on that golf trip. So I, I definitely appreciate that and could not recommend those enough. That being said, what you got going on at the uh, 
going on at the store right now? Like any, feel free to plug away specials, whatever, what's popular right now. Yeah. Well, we stopped doing lunch for a little bit just because of the whole COVID thing. And, uh, you know, uh, just kind of concentrating uh, on the meat market full, full blown, trying to keep it stocked up. Uh, we're, we're doing a kind we're still doing the lane train special, which is the five to six ounce bacon wrap filet for 10 bucks. Um, we have a, uh, new cut, which is a, uh, two inch porterhouse. So it's basically like a steak for two. It's a 38 ounce porterhouse. So it's a, it's a really, really nice cut. Um, we've, uh, got some other nice cuts. We've got the, uh, the ribeye cap. Uh, so it's just the outer piece of the ribeye. So it's an exclusive cut. It's a really nice cut. Um, you know, and of course we're always getting the fresh fish on Mondays and Thursdays. So salmon, redfish, grouper, snapper, uh, mahi and amberjack, uh, going to be getting some oysters in this weekend, some Mississippi farm raised oysters. So, um, you know, just, uh, basic stuff, you know, just trying to keep the store, uh, up and going. So how closely do you guys monitor, like, obviously everything that's going on with, with the college football world and all of that? Like I was hoping three weeks ago, kind of when I had this 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 kind of timeline framed out, that we would be talking some college football lines. But obviously, it's been a hell of a week to say the least, with as far as that's concerned. Some really positive news last night with the Big Twelve, who kind of seemed to be the linchpin in this whole thing, right? Elected at least for the time being to continue to try to play, and that made three conferences trying to play, of course. Uh, if your head has been under a rock or whatever the phrase is, with the Pac-12 and the Big Ten electing to cancel. Obviously, the, these games and everything have a huge impact on local businesses. As you kind of outlined, it sounds like you guys have been as busy as ever. But just from a business standpoint, how cool, like how closely are you monitoring that situation as far as SEC football and what's going to happen? I mean, you know, I've uh, that's kind of been my pet peeve on this whole deal. I've been trying to keep away from the news because, you know, there's been so – much negative news and everything out there, but you have to stay, you know, connected with it. You know, I've uh, um, become friends with, a, uh, you know, Wilson Love on the staff and um, Coach Malloy on the golf coach. And um, they, you know, they've trying to kept me in the loop on stuff. And, you know, of course, I, try, I log on the Twitter and, you know, hear all the, hear that the, you know, the Big Ten uh, parted ways and the Pac-12 I mean, I, I try not to make it a political issue, but I think that most of your blue states are going to not play football, and most of your red states are going to play football. So I, I, that's just how I look at it. I, I mean, I, there's no way SEC is not going to play football this year, and I'm just going to stick to my guns on that, and I just feel like, you know, uh, that that's what's going to happen. Uh, I think the SEC is going to play, the ACC is going to play, and the Big 12 is going to play and hopefully you know they get together and uh you know work out a schedule to where they can have some interconference game maybe georgia and georgia tech can still play you know maybe uh you know an oklahoma state and the Ole miss that they've played a couple times i mean i don't know i just i really think that these power four conferences or i would say power five but not so power five but I would say these higher-end conferences need to break away and, you know, um, get away from the NCAA because he's the most middleman in the world, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm pretty much off fronts. I mean, from the – me and Ben – people listening to this podcast are no stranger to this, but me and Ben rant about Twitter and just, like, the news cycle. It's gotten so brutal lately, it's hard to even open the app. Like, you, you just got to – like, I found myself putting it down just because, like, why – 
why am I getting sucked off in the weeds and like my mood changing because of this? But I agree. It's, it's been crazy to say the absolute least. I, I always thought the SEC would give it a go as well. I figured the more Southern-rooted conferences would too. I didn't figure the Pac-12 would. And, you know, they're also – what I didn't really fully realize until last night, a lot of those schools, the Big Ten maybe not as much, but, like, they're they're dealing with totally different situations in the sense that, like, places that are hotspots, they don't necessarily have the same ability like or access to rapid testing, and their local restrictions are a lot harsher. I mean, I saw Chip Kelly said they couldn't have even gotten on the field for the first time until, like, yesterday. So – I think you're dead on there. I just I, I think it's just a regional thing. But this was coming, right? Like, I mean, this was a broken system in terms of college football. And who would have thought it would have taken a global pandemic for it to change? But now you're seeing it happening. I don't think it will ever quite be the same again. Um, but be that as it may, tailgating aside, at least for nostalgia purposes, I don't know what that's going to look like this year. But meat-wise, do you see a difference in what people like get in terms of like the summer versus the fall? And when you start getting tailgating orders, like what's popular with that? Um, you know, a lot of, um, you know, smoked sausages and sausage and cheese plates, you know, stuff that they can, you know, already just, you know, warm up and put on a platter and, uh, be easy for them. But, uh, you know, as far as tailgating and everything, I, you know, people are still going to come to Oxford regardless if there's, you know, uh, you can hang out in the Grove or not, you know, it's just, uh, um, just staying positive with the whole thing. Cause I just, you know, I think that everything's going to be all right, you know, and just, we just got to get through it and it just, and it's going to be kind of weird for maybe the first two or three months or whatnot. But, um, but yeah, just, uh, basic stuff like smoked sausages, uh, duck poppers, jalapeno poppers, uh, stuffed mushrooms, you know, stuff that, well, our side, uh, twice baked potato would be, um, good, you so know, like because quicker, like get more those finger chicken food. tenders. What? Yeah, like quicker, more finger food type stuff. Because I, yeah, you rarely see. It's probably mostly because the crowd. Be, yeah, I haven't seen a ton of people in the Grove just like whipping up a fillet or something. Like it's a lot, yeah. a lot of sausages and duck poppers. I mean, I do have a customer that wants me to make them a, a large pan of chicken, uh, chicken spaghetti um, f- for their tent. So I, I do do a large pan of Rotel chicken spaghetti for one tent uh, every uh, every Grove time. So uh, that's that's also a really good thing because you just come in and put a spoon in it and put it, you know, put it on your plate and, you know, and, and devour it. So, uh, but you know, we don't do the fried chicken tenders or anything like that, but we stick to stuff like, you know, the jalapeno popper, duck popper, stuffed mushroom, um, it's stuff to where you could just, uh, pick it up and just put it on your plate. I had those crab stuffed mushrooms a while back and they were absolutely fantastic. I could not, uh, could not recommend those enough. Uh, what's been going on on the uh, on the booking front? I know you told me you were mostly sticking to baseball and horse racing. How is uh how's that been rolling? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you, uh, <laughs> I, I'm still hardcore on the horses. Uh, we've actually purchased uh, some shares and some horses, and uh, yeah, so um, horses, uh, horse, the horse racing is a real deal for sure. Uh, kind of dipped into the stock market uh, just because, you know, uh, it's it's a good time to get the stock market, but I think it might be a bad time to get out of the stock market here in a little bit. If, if, you know, if they change, if the president changes, but it is what it is, but yeah, um, baseball, um, I, I, I've been, I've been a Detroit Tigers fan for, I don't know why. And, um, you know, last three years I've kind of canceled out on the baseball because I think we've won maybe a combined 120 games in the last three years. So it's been uh, rough. 
Yes, it's been rough, you know, especially after those uh, Central Division runs and getting to the World Series and, you know, whatnot. So try not to talk about the past, but, you know, we got Casey Mize as a first-round pick. I think we've had the first pick overall the last three years in a row. So got some young talent, and uh, we rolled off five wins in a row. So they're sucking me back in. And, of course, uh, as they sucked me back in yesterday, they we give up a grand slam in the first inning. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay uh, a clear of the betting on the baseball just because, you know, it's hard to win in baseball because, you know, if Garrett Cole's pitching, you're going to have to put up 250 bucks, maybe more, just to win 100 bucks, And that's just not good betting uh, in my case. Kind of like tis the law. I mean, did you see that race? <laughs> no, I did not see that race. I mean, I don't think Tiz Law is going to lose this year. I just – that's how I feel about it. Um, you, we, if you put up 500 on Tiz Law, you won 220. So, that just gives you an idea of uh, how big of a favorite he was. And he – I think you uh, won by six or seven lengths. So, uh, but, yeah, uh, just trying to, you know, stay uh, betting on the horses and, uh, you know, the uh, overs and unders in the football uh, game and the football team totals is about the – only other thing that I really feel comfortable on betting. Yeah, I feel that our plan to buy a horse got disrupted with the whole job change and everything. We gotta, uh, we gotta nail that plan back down because we could, uh, <laughs> we could roll in some serious cash if we bought an LB sponsored horse. I don't know where we would train it, but uh, we'd have plenty to feed it. Horses eat meat, right, or is it just grass? No, they're they're more, yeah, they're they're really not meat eaters. Uh, they, you know, they kind of like apples and uh, you know uh, bluegrass and stuff like that but yeah we could probably work something out with the uh with the uh lb's food uh the lb's uh meat market uh horse horse racing llc is there is there a particular team before we get to the uh, over-unders in nfl is there a particular team you've been riding in baseball seems like oakland and tampa have been pretty hot yankees have teetered off a little bit but uh it's kind of hard to tell in this like 60 game sprint but there are a couple of teams you kind of have your eye on on a nightly basis yeah, well, I mean, of course, I'm a Tigers fan, and I just try to keep up with them and try not to keep up with any everybody else. But, um, you know, there's been some um, good opportunities here and there. I just know when the Tigers are going to lose. I just – that's that's what I, I, I'm good at. Uh, <laughs> kind of like my whole city, like my soccer team. Like, I just know when they're going to lose. So, um, man, I, I mean, Oakland's always got a good club. They're always, you know um, – solid and you always can get good money lines on them too because half their pitchers you know aren't big name pitchers and you can get you know a plus 150 or plus 145 or plus 160 on you know a bunch of those triple a pitchers that they call up all the time it seems like let's roll into some uh nfl over-unders we won't do all of them we'll save some of them for maybe the next time we do this but i'm just going to pluck out some ones that are fascinating i don't think that there's a better place to start than with the New England Patriots because they had a bunch of guys do the opt-out, almost a weird amount. You almost thought there was some Belichick conspiracy theory there, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. You've got Cam Newton. I think they're the most interesting team in the NFL. Their over-under is at nine. And for, like, I guess any sort of reference, the Jets are at seven and the Bills are at nine as well. So I say that to say uh, it seems like that division is as wide open as it is as it's ever been in the last two decades. What do you think about the Patriots at nine? Um, is, is, has Hard Knocks already um, 
announce who they're going to do this year because I think either Amazon or HBO need to get on the Patriots this this year. See, they hate they hate doing all these teams hate doing it. So they make like, if I'm not mistaken, they either make I'm pretty sure they make non playoff teams like don't have the options. Yeah. Know. So they're it doing a be. joint one with the with the Rams and Chargers this year. I think the first episode dropped last night. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna have to tune into that. So you got two teams this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I man. I. I mean, I think New England. Oh, man, that's it's just. <laughs> I mean, at first, I never thought that Buffalo would even be remotely close to a total of nine over and under wins. Uh, but they they proved a lot of people wrong last year, and they you know they played solid football. So I, I, I'm not uh, I'm not a uh, Darnold fan. I, I mean, yeah, he's a good quarterback, but I, they lost Jamal Adams. Uh, did they get anything back for Jamal Adams or? Future picks in a player that's probably yeah, not going to make I mean, that much you know, of an that's impact. Just, that's a big hole they got to fill. I mean, so I don't. I mean, I don't think I, I'd like to. I honestly, I think the under on all three of them, man. I, I just think it's going to be a disastrous division. I think I'm going to go under on the Patriots as well. Or uh, I think I'm going full on Belichick conspiracy until like they did the opt out thing where he had like seven defensive players opt out. That makes me think he might want Trevor Lawrence or something like that or he has something up his sleeve. But uh, they're going to be a fascinating watch. It'll be interesting to see how healthy Cam Newton is. But I'll go under nine. That's probably foolish, but whatever. I'm into the Belichick conspiracy theory. How about the uh, How about the Browns? Eight and a half. I still don't buy it. I'm probably going under here. I think that's going to be a train wreck again. Yeah, I like how uh, I like how you said Belichick's got something up his sleeves when he doesn't have wear any sleeves. It's like, a good like point. That. Something under the hood. I like that. I like that. Uh, you know, the Browns, they just uh, – it almost felt like it was growing pains with uh, Odell and, and Baker last year. And they've got some talent back there uh, on defense. So, And the division's uh, – I mean, the division's a tough division. Um, Steelers are always going to be in there. Ravens are always going to be in there. Um, you know, you're not going to get any games within the division, that's for sure. So, what's it at, eight? Uh, it is at eight and a half. That seems high. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'm, I'm just not sold on it. I'm just not sold on. I, and I haven't seen a lot of Baker Mayfield commercials uh, lately, so he might be like concentrated on football. But I'm still taking the under on it. The Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray year two. There were some signs last year. He had a terrible offensive line. And they weren't very healthy, but there were some signs, particularly at the end of the year, where you saw some flashes where you're like, okay, this guy could kind of, he could kind of be the next, like not Lamar Jackson, but the guy that makes you your eyes kind of pop the next year. Like you saw some short signs of that. Their over unders at seven and a half. Uh, didn't they? Um, they picked up a running back, didn't they? They got. They added uh, Nuke Hopkins, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I mean that. Um, that's um, at least. 15 touchdowns uh, added to, you know, and uh, safety having to look over the top. So, you know, Murray uh, will actually have some room to run, you know. So, um, I I wasn't really sold because of his size, but, you know, he's a playmaker, and that's just, you know, uh, we'll just go with – let's go with the over on on the uh, Cardinals. I think I'm still going to go slightly under. I still think they're one year – one year away. So I've gone under on all three of these. I got to start being more optimistic. How about how about the Bucks? Tom Brady. I mean, the most talked about team in football. You've got Gronk coming back, an incredible defense, 
uh, incredible young defense, I should say. Good wide receivers. His old faithful tight end of what's left of him in Gronkowski. They're nine and a half. Yeah, I mean, you just look at that division. Uh, I mean, you got the Saints in the division. Um, I mean, Carolina picked up Bridgewater. Uh, Atlanta was just going to be Atlanta, I'm sure. Um, ah, man. I mean, you hate to bet against him because, you know, all Brady does is win. But you would think that, you know, Belichick would, uh, had to do something to do with some of it. But, uh, man, it's a tough call. I mean, I, I'm not going to try to sit here and not say uh, I wouldn't take the over on it. But um, I, I just feel like maybe uh, it's a tougher division than the uh, that he's in, normally playing in. And uh, I'm going to take the under on it. I will cautiously go over. I don't necessarily feel great about that, but I mean, Brady's gone 10 and 6 in his sleep in a worse division. I'm going to go over, but I don't feel great about it. Here's one that I do actually feel good about. They have the Seattle Seahawks at nine. That's fewer wins than Tampa Bay. And they were, what, 11 and 5 last year and basically a yard away from winning the division over the Super Bowl runner up Niners on that Sunday night football game. Russell Wilson took a bunch of kind of nothing last year and won 11 games. They add Jamal Adams. They add another receiver or two. I see this as a steal. Would you not go way over this? Nine wins? Yeah, I mean, I agree on that. I, um, you know, DK's going to have another uh, a DK year probably times two. Um, and Russell Wilson's definitely, you know, finds ways to, um, you know, when you look at yardage and, you know, per game, he is up there in the top two, three. And so, um, I, I meant – Plus, they, uh, at home, they're just so solid. I, I don't think they've lost at least – they've lost maybe two or three games at home in the last two or three years. So, uh, you always got to count in that home home record on them. So, yeah, I agree with the over. I like it. I was just sifting through to see if I could provide any more steals for the people out there. I don't necessarily see anything that I love. The Packers is at nine is interesting. You would think on the surface – they'll get to 10 or 11 or even 12. But isn't there a world if it starts to go bad early, that relationship between the, uh, LaFleur and Rodgers kind of sours? He's not happy they drafted Jordan Love. Like, I would want to go over nine there, but if they start slow, don't you see that kind of turning into just kind of a, uh, a shit show, for the lack of a better term? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, if uh, they don't get off on the right foot and, you know, win a couple games, and, you know, I can see it, uh, Rodgers, like, you know, literally, you know, walking out the door and, you know, go into another option because pretty sure there's a lot of NFL teams that are willing to pay Aaron Rodgers to be their quarterback, and that's for sure. So, um, you know, uh, it's good to have that option and, you know, depend on if you, um, you know, play good in your first three games, you can be like, oh, I might want to stay in Green Bay or, you know, oh, they just drafted this quarterback. So, I honestly, I kind of like the under on the, on the Packers. The next two, the Baltimore and Kansas City are both at 11 and a half. They're the highest two win totals in the NFL. Do you have to just go over by principle? We almost felt robbed of this Lamar Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl because of my Tennessee Titans last year. Both at 11 and a half. I mean, that's a lot, but like, I didn't see anything different from this year and last year to make me think that they're not going to roll through the league again. I mean, in all seriousness, if they had played their starters through the whole thing, Baltimore could have gone 15-1 and one if they had really wanted to. I don't see any reason to go under either one of those. Yeah, just too much just too much talent. I mean, like, you look at Mahomes and, you know, he just got done buying the Kansas City Royals, so the guy's got more money than he has options. So I would think that he'd be really good at football. So, 
Uh, yeah, I, I say I say go over on both of them just because that Lamar Jackson's just as equally good as you know making plays, uh, you know, with his arm and his feet because he kind of, they got kind of questioned him on his arm and he you know threw a couple decent uh, balls last year. So, um, you know, you just there's no, I, I wouldn't think there's any Super Bowl hangover for Kansas City. I mean, Andy Reid's you know all he does is coach football, so I would think that. Uh, he was probably already working towards the next season after he won the Super Bowl after eating, getting done with that cheeseburger. Uh, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I think – I mean, I think you just, you know, ride that out. You know, I don't, you don't see any Super Bowl slowdown for any of those two, two, two teams. Mahomes has got to be one of the youngest, if not the youngest, partial owner of professional sports. Right? Yeah, I mean, the dude's like yeah. my age. Yeah, for sure. I think I read a tweet one day on and it said that. Yeah, I, good, I think the know, nicest thing I own is, like, dinner I bought last night. Yeah. I mean, that's very casual to just, you know, uh, call up the president of Kansas City Baseball and be like, hey, can I get a, get in on this action? It seems like a good good deal. I'm sure that works well at the bar. I wish I could have that flex back. You want to go watch my baseball team? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right, before – I got a good one to close on. But before we get to that, I have one more steal that's popped up. They've got Phillip Rivers in the uh, – the Indianapolis Colts at nine. That division's not very good, and that feels kind of low. I would kind of feel good about Phillip Rivers going ten and six with the rest of that roster because it's one that they built to be around Andrew Luck finally. And last year you had the whole Luck retirement thing, which seems like ages ago now, but it was really just last preseason. I uh, I think I would go over this. What do you think? I mean, in all honestly, I feel like um, Philip the Philip Rivers story would almost be perfect for him to. The first year he leaves uh, San Diego, he goes to another team and takes him to a Super Bowl. Like I just, uh, I mean, I think the, uh, I think Indianapolis is going to be your sleeper team uh, on a good money line bet to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, I like them. I'll take the over for sure. Last one, Tua and the Dolphins are at six and a half. Miami tried to tank last year, and they hired too good of a coach to do it. He gets them to five wins, which honestly, in my opinion, should have won him coach of the year when your front office is actively trying to lose. They win in New England the last week of the season. They're at six and a half. So I know this sounds dumb, but like it's almost like Vegas is a little high on them. Over under six and a half for the new look Miami Dolphins with Fitzpatrick probably starting the year, but Tua uh, probably playing at some point. Well, I know uh, last year uh, on my picks that I rode those uh, dog dolphins out for a solid last three weeks, and I think they covered all three weeks. I think they won straight up one time. So, um, you know, yeah, new attitude, new coach. Uh, you've got some, uh, I think, how many draft picks did they get? Like eight? Eleven million. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, like I said, it's going to be a refurb system, and I, I think they get it done. I, I really think. You know, I, I don't – I'm not sold on the NFC East. I really feel like, you know, I took the under on the on the higher-end um, teams. Uh, I'm definitely going to take the over on the Dolphins because I feel like the Dolphins got an uh, extra win um, there that nobody, nobody thinks that's there. I'll go with you on over as well. I agree. I'm high on the Dolphins. Well, I think that's about all we got for this time. We'll save some interesting ones, maybe like the Saints, a couple others for the uh, – the next time we hop on, but uh, go see him. LB's University Avenue across from Kroger. Really cr- appreciate Greg sponsoring the show. Uh, Oxford is incredibly lucky to have it. I love going in there. It makes just your grilling and cooking experience incredibly uh, incredible. Could not recommend enough. Greg, I appreciate it. Until next time.
All right, guys, y'all take care out there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.